0: Oh, man. Life is good. <laughs> Life is good. Jay Foreman, the Husker Hall of Famer, sits on uh, the Sardahein Hotline, the VIP line. Jay Foreman, where we're talking about the offensive line. And you said give them credit because at times, you know, maybe they didn't play as poorly as, as was talked about or discussed or is the general thinking. That defensive line with the players that are returning, the players who didn't, where do you think they stand? What are we looking for Saturday? Are we looking for guys, certain guys to pop? Are we looking for lineups? Are we looking for schemes? Where should our eyes be?
1: Oh, oh man. <laughs> I mean, that's, I mean, who knows? I mean, you know, well, the, the bell cow or, or you know, whoever everybody, you know, is, is looking towards, you know, which is Ty Robinson. You know, I think he's a little dinged up right now. And obviously, he's played a lot of snaps, so you kind of know what you're getting with him. But you expect him to, um, you know, take a step forward, hopefully, as well. But he's not going to be out there. So then you got to think of, you know, Nash and, you know, Judy. And then you got Wynn. Um, all of them, you know, have things to, to, you know, prove. And that's the great thing about it. There are opportunities there for, these, for, the, for them that I mentioned. But then also they all have something to prove. So, you know, they can't go through the motions in the spring game like they're, you know, settle in as a starter. They got to go out there and really – you know, I would be thinking trying to dominate and really, what, number one, end this spring on a great note. Two, establish yourself in the minds of the coaches, the players, and the fans as being one of the guys or that dude, in, you know, in that position. So, um, you know, a lot's on the line for them. Um, you got to think about Raquan Buckley. Um, you got to think with him. You know, you got to think, you know, you have a you know, little young young guy, Jackson, that's doing well. Then you got to think also with the, you know, I guess the outside guys, Jamari Butler, Sherman you know, Chief Borders, uh, Kyle Whalen, um, you know, all those guys, you gotta expect them to, to see what's Blaze Donerson, where they all fit in, what they're gonna do, and you know, it, it all you know, technically they're not defensive line, but they're gonna be doing stuff next to the defensive line. So you know, I just think it's there's not a lot of known characters, but there's you know, I think what the ideally what the new re- regime in, in the weight program or what they want them to do. You'd like to see some improvement and then you'd like to see some guys really step up based on a ton of opportunity that these guys have, uh, moving forward. So, um, some of it was, some guys decided to not come back. Some guys decided to wear themselves back. Some guys maybe weren't asked to come back. Um, you know, obviously with Colton Feach, you kind of, you know, I mean he's the guy that you would think that would be pretty dang good in this type of defense, but you know, he's on to, uh, other things and, and uh, but, you know, it gives an opportunity for a lot of these guys that might have thought going into the season that they were gonna be waiting um, you know, for their opportunity to play uh for, you know, you know, another season. So now uh, you know, come Saturday, it, it's uh, all eyes on them and, and it's and showing and proof time and that's the great thing about the spring game that's truly gonna be hopefully uh competitive in some form or fashion or set up to the to the point to where Um, these guys can really go out there and separate themselves and hopefully, you know, to be honest with you, the most important thing is that they separated themselves long before, you know, Saturday, you know, you know, if you're coming down to Saturday and this is what you're like, depending on, you know, nine times out of 10, you might end up, you know, disappointed because, um, you know, I think, you know, we're, we're, you know, you've been in, you know, you've been in winter conditioning you know, spring ball right now, you've been hitting, you know, the pads on, you've been having a chance to really stab yourself, establish yourself in the weight room, uh, in the, in the classroom, you know, outside of the football, you know, you know, uh, building and, uh, you know, more importantly on the practice field and in, in the scrimmages. And if you haven't really taken a step forward, which is what I mean by made some improvement, you know, you know, realistically step-by-step improvement or, you know, started to separate yourself from competition, or really be somebody that's in that that conversation, and you're and you're banking on Saturday to be like your 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 big coming out party. You're gonna let, you're gonna end up you know you know grossly uh, disappointed because um, nine times out of ten it doesn't work that way. Guys that usually play good in on a spring game or like one of those type of things, like say like I always remember when Victor Cruz had that really good game in the preseason. Well. It, Victor Cruz was doing work like that all through training camp. It's very hard to say, okay, I'm a gamer. I'm going to do it one time. but And that's what not Matt Rule wants. He wants guys that are going to show up and come to you know practice and go to work and get better every day, not just go to practice to get through it.
0: It's always curious because spring game – means one thing to fans. It means another thing to coaches because the coaches are looking for different things than the fans are looking for. And then it means something different to the players because the players all have their own different agenda. Yeah, it's not really a a win-a-game situation. It's personal performance and accountability sort of deal. Um, From your vantage, what's the most important takeaway? What's the thing? Saturday at 3 o'clock. What do you want to think about this team that they work hard they play hard they hit hard they tackle well they block well they understand schemes what's the what's at the top of the pyramid for Jay Foreman Uh
1: I don't know really didn't I? I mean I want first of all I want to be healthy mm-hmm. you know and you know getting out of there so but you know I want to see you know some physical play um but then I want to see some you know some depth as well so I think I don't want it to end up being like the Florida Gators uh game seven to seven and you know you could have you know turned it turned it off and you know kicked up on the recliner and you know had your soup and been you know been sleep you know a boring contest you know i i mean i don't i don't think you're, they're gonna show much but not just showing much still can be exciting because if you go out there and execute and you block and you beat somebody to the punch you can still be explosive so i'm, I'm looking for if i had to say you know the fundamentals um, I on defense, you want to fly around, tight coverage, see you guys compete on offense and defense. And, and I just want to see just essentially a grand finale or a cherry on top of what they've been doing, you know, ideally all, you know, all season. You know, and it shouldn't be, you know, a big deal um, because they've done it before. Now, granted, it's different because you're doing it in front of, you know, 90,000 people or however many people there is. But ultimately, once you get out there playing and you're playing with your teammates, which, you know, it seems like they trying to cre- they tried to create some, co- you know, continuity or some, you know, team more of a team aspect. You know, everybody's going to be pushing each other and pulling each other along to do well, because ultimately, you know, the, the product that they all put on the field individually will work, to, you know, obviously collectively. And it's going to be a representation of what the fans are going to take going into the offseason. So, yes, you know, a lot of competition is out there. Um, but ultimately, you know, the best thing for Nebraska moving forward is Derek Pearson and Jay Foreman and Austin Orman playing our best individual game while we're thinking collectively. We you know inside the you know defense or offensive scheme or whatever position we're playing. So I don't. I mean, I think it's a big deal. It's the first time, obviously, with a new coach, which obviously makes it the, you know a way bigger deal. We've been through this before, obviously, multiple times, but I think this is a little bit different considering you know. You know, Matt Rule and staff, you know, have done things that normal coaching staffs have done, but it hasn't been done around here in such a long time, it looks so drastic. So you're trying to see, okay, what big changes can we see? And in me saying it, also you have to recognize that Nebraska's teams were, you know, competitive. And, you know, they were close, but then you're yet so far. And then you got to think, you know, you got to give, you know, listen to the morning show, you know, you got to give, you know, Mickey Joseph and staff you know, when Matt Rule says this is a, you know, a good mindset of a team, well, they, they, they said he set up for, you know, as far as not having a, a truly toxic locker room mm-hmm. by Mickey Joseph and staff. And so, you know, then you was like, okay, well, if we can get some, you know, momentum, you know, six, seven, eight wins, you know, it's, it's kind of like when, you know, John Gruden took over his Bucks. He just needed his, you know, different type of view of offense you didn't have to change the culture. They worked, they they were competitive, they knew how to win, but they didn't know how to win the big game. And so hopefully, um, you know, when we get towards the fall or in the fall, and obviously, you know, stuff, stuff gets really real, um, we're gonna be, you know, seeing some, you know, tangible, you know, results. And, and in the, in necessarily, obviously, you know, you're not expecting for this team to go, you know, 13, 14 and 0 but you also know realistically, you know, you can manufacture some wins and find a way to have, you know, a pretty successful se- season. Winning football games cannot be under- understated. You know what I mean? Yeah, that is me more too, important babe. or uh, it is way more important than whatever scheme you're running, whatever recruits you're bringing in, because these kids these days learn a ton of, they listen and they're more engaged when you win. But when you learn how to win and then, everything else that goes into it all of a sudden you start to take off and and then if it's not a pretty win then then wins start to become more pretty because you start to fall in love with the process of learning how to win and then everything else kind of uh snowballs off of that
0: it's gonna be like i i'm trying to like maintain calm i just like the fact that it, it, it some semblance of what what's to come. Like we we're all gonna be smarter Sunday than we are Saturday about what we're talking about. also Yeah, right? The, I because we so. don't know I anything. Mean, right? uh, you
1: know, I think uh I, I think um uh, I mean I think it, you know we won't know much. You shouldn't and but I think that also you'll be like, okay, I see what I see what homeboy was doing. I see that. I see I can see this. <laughs> I can see this. So it'd be interesting to see what the really to be honest with you what the coordinators come up with. They're gonna have the most questions because you know, Matt Rule is Matt Rule, you know. Um you know, he's he's gonna be the overseer and the CEO. You know, I don't think he's I can't speak for him, but I don't think I don't think he hired Marcus Satterfield to overstep his boundaries and call plays. I don't think he hired Coach White to call defense. But he knows it all. And so really we're gonna get a glimpse into what the coordinators are gonna be. I think all the stuff that Matt Rule is working on and gonna do, you'll see it. And what that mean, what I mean by that is Um, you know, guys that are going to be held accountable, the standard is going to be different. You're going to be, you know, you know, he's going to be present. Um, He won't be hard to find for the players, you know, and, 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 you know, he's going to be pushing you to be your best. And then, you know, how you fit in and do that stuff is going to be, you know, predicated on position coaches and coordinating.
0: If I, if I asked you to talk about your favorite room, that the linebackers in play there's some veteran returning guys who are supposed to be the the run stop guys and the the run and hit guys then you've got the the athletic group of of edge setters and, and boundary setters and pass rushers who are you most excited to see out of that linebacker group
1: uh well i mean nick and luca you know the, those are the guys right there um you know, I mean, I'll be excited when they start, you know, getting back in there. So, you know, behind them, I just want to see what young guys actually really step up and start to play. And 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 then, look, you got to think Michael Booker, you know, has moved to some sort of linebacker position. You know, those, that I'm probably more excited to see that. And where's Gifford fit in? You know, where what does this three-three-five kind of look like body type-wise? And then, you know, obviously, Javon Wright, Buddha is, is still on the men. And he's a guy that could be an X factor. You know, he seems every time I see him, he was getting taller and bigger. And now we just got to keep him healthy. So you know, I'm the more excited. I know the two. I know the known factors, right? I know everybody knows what Luke and Nick can do, right? And I think in this three-three-five, I think you might see a better. And I don't know the board check the coach, but I, I've heard good things about him, right? Um, I think in this three-three-five, considering you know what they're doing, I think you might see even a better version of ideally. Now I'm just saying ideally if they embrace this type of defense and they go all in a better version of those two which will lead to more consistent play and was in which will allow them to finish seasons off stronger i always felt like they wore down a little bit and you know sometimes you know you're asked to do a little a couple of things that you're not able to do physically or maybe mentally i think maybe the, the these coaches recognize that and they're going to try to really accentuate what they do well and not try to over exaggerate what they don't do well
0: it's going to be a fun day, and it'll be a big week of, of stories. Of course, more more out tomorrow. Jay, we'll throw the break. We'll come back, we'll close out. We'll talk about the NBA playoffs, biggest story of the weekend, and then uh, maybe have you pick tonight's games between Brooklyn and the Sixers, Golden State, and Sacramento. We'll do that with the Husker Hall of Famer when we come back to old school.